Hello there, Ali Clark here with Hello you. Hello there, Eddie Bannon here too. Hi, Shane Lowe. Can you stop copying me, Eddie? Can you stop copying me, oh, Eddie? God, oh, God. <laughs> we don't do this. I know, and it was a little bit childish. We started with childish talk today because we started talking about what were you called at school, but then how long it actually stayed with you. And what started out as fun ended up being yeah, really eye-opening. So many people that actually carry on with those nicknames, those cruel nicknames they were given at school. Mm. We also found out how easy it is to take a kid through the showbag pavilion at the Royal uh, Late Show, Eddie and I, just uh, a breeze. Yeah, it was yep. great. great. 15 minutes of pure hell. Yep. Yeah, distilled down into about 45 <laughs> seconds of actual audio that could be used because, you know... Grown men swearing in front of a small child. You can't be on the radio. Who knew? Who knew? Also, plenty of e-news with Shane Lowe. Yes, James Cameron news. We also had, oh, Tracy Grimshaw, end of an era. Yeah. Cannot Mm. believe it. And Wayne Carey, start of another. (laughs) Enjoy. Did you guys have a nickname at school? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, actually, a couple, to be honest. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh. I did. Oh, you're giggling about it. Well. Was it, at the time, was it just something that, you dealt with, put up with, and just grinned because you didn't want to make a fuss of it? Yeah, and I think the only way to was to laugh at it, really, or else it would just eat away at me. What did they call you? Uh, it was uh, Shane Slow, or it was Hi Shane High, or it was any 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 way that could change my last name. Low, hey, hey, low man, hey, lonely. It was all well, that kind of stuff. You've really let this stuff go, haven't you? <laughs> anyway, I can laugh now. That's all you can do. Did you have one, Ed? I had Bano. Oh, you know, well, that, one, that's a very Aussie <laughs> Irish thing. This, this one guy tried to start a nickname, but it like smelly because he uh, didn't like me, and everyone just started laughing at him because it's such a crap nickname. Shouldn't have been Smeddy. Well, there you go. Oh, sorry. Mm. I mean, Where were you when I was in school? <laughs> don't add to it. Don't add to it. <laughs> so, so yeah, I don't. Well, you. Alan I Clark, had the worst one. That, yeah. I had the worst one out of all of you. Yeah. I was Lurch. Right. You know, like from from the. Adam's the Adams family. family. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You rang. Yeah, and the, the very first time you heard someone say that to you. Yes. Can you remember that? No, yeah, I reckon it was through swimming and then through school. But it was so much so that people didn't even know my real name. <laughs> like oh. it was like I would babysit the kids in our swim squad and their parents would say, Hey Lurch, can you come over and look oh. after little Jimmy and little Jesse later on today? Like Did that hurt or was that sort of you just oh, had to take it or Well no, I mean I was freakishly big. <laughs> like, you know, there was no escaping it. I was absolutely different when I was younger. And I think some people think, Oh, the big kids, they'll end up being the bullies and stuff. But I look at that and go, Oh, no, I was definitely picked on. Yeah. I was definitely picked on for being different. You know, I got the boobies first and I did all the... Because I was six foot, if you can picture it, I was six foot in year five or wow. just shy wow. of six foot in yeah. year five. Like mum and dad went and got my wrists x-rayed when I was really little because they were so worried that I was just going to be completely off the charts and would need new furniture made and things like that. And they picked it. So there's these little growth plates in your wrists and they can x-ray it and they picked it straight away. What are you laughing at? I was just thinking of Marvel, like Hulk becomes, <laughs> the, the gamma radiation, <laughs> he becomes huge. I got the uh, uh, wrists x- x-rayed and that's what caused my freakishly big... <laughs> Look, it wasn't, it wasn't, I think it's funny, like nicknames are one of those things where almost they're a really fine line into being something that could be so very cruel. Yeah. You know, and there was absolutely times because of it, I would hide my height, you know, walk down 
the, the bottom stair while everyone else was on the top stair or something in photos or, or, or you know, slump over a bit. And a lot of tall girls, especially, you see their shoulders and they, they you know, slumped Slumped over. over yeah. But, you know, I think there's a really fine line between that to then it also being you're one of the gang and you've been accepted. Does right. that make okay. sense? Mm. Yep. Did you ever have a conversation with your friends to say that maybe that name made you uncomfortable or you just, you just went with it? Uh, no, I just went with it. Yep. Well, because it was either that or the other one was Big Bird. Oh, I mean, okay. you know, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> pick one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On eight three hundred one zero two three this morning, what names were you called at school, or did you actually give a nickname to somebody? And how long has it stayed with you? You're holding your head, Eddie. Oh, I gave a nickname to a, this oh, this girl. I feel bad now because, like, she had an underbite, like the, her chin, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we just call her Mint because that's. If you have an underbite, mint is the easy is the mint. easiest yeah mint is the easiest word to say, and I feel bad for it now because she had to, she was called and she thought it was oh mint I'm a, I'm a sort of a I'm a leafy oh no that is me she thought she was uh, but it just but mint. she was a leafy herb she a was leafy herb she was, leafy herb. she was yeah she was a, she took life you know she was optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> Breath fresh, fresh breath, you know. Hey, 301023, what names were you called at school or did you give out a nickname like Eddie did? Mint. You know, and how long has it stayed with you? Can you stop saying that yes, word? Saying because I can't not see her doing that. <laughs> I feel bad enough. Stop laughing. Good. We are talking about what names you were called at school. I was called Lurch and it was Fine, fine. I think that's the best way I can describe it. You know, like you kind of, there was part of you that wrestled with, oh, I'm one of the gang, I've actually got a nickname and I'm, you know, I'm not cool, but I'm just in a part of it. And then the other, it kind of made me shrink down. Of course, I was called Lurch because I was a giant, Mm. like an absolute giant, Mm. freakishly tall. Fair enough. Uh, So we've been asking you, look, how, what were you called at school and how long did it stay with you? Natalie is from Salisbury Plains. Natalie, what did they call you? Um, I was called Razorback through high school. Why? Because their friend, well, supposed friend, um, pushed me to her ex-boyfriend and then decided she wanted him back. I ended up being with him for a little while. And, yeah, that was what she called me and started other friends calling at me as well. So, yeah, it was pretty horrible to hear that all the time. But I did go and get school counselling, so I think I did the best move that I possibly could to get rid of it. And when you say Razorback, I'm thinking of, isn't there, there's a movie, Razorback, it's mm-hmm. like a bore, like the, the big... Um, yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And so that was just that. That was just them being really, really nasty. Yeah, I think it was just let's be friends, but let's just turn against her now. We've had enough. Let's just turn it back in the other way. So, Natalie, did you tell your parents about it? Uh, I did. I told my mum. She actually said, "Don't worry about it. Don't listen to it. You'll be fine." Um, but you know, when you hear it all the time through the yard at school in class, it's and you're at that age. You know, you are impressionable. And I just went, no, I can't handle this anymore. So I went to the school counsellor and explained the situation and they pulled a counselling session for the three of us because there was another girl that started calling me as well. And from that point on, it actually did stop. So that made it better because that's the other thing, Natalie. I think sometimes kids don't want to dob on people because then when the teachers aren't looking, maybe the, you know, teasing and everything will get worse. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've... Was like that before high school, um, but yeah, I think I kind of grew up a bit more strong myself. Um, mm. I, I wouldn't let that happen with my kids. I always say to them to just um, don't ignore, but actually say you don't appreciate what you've been called. Mm. T- talk to someone that's you know higher up that might be able to help you na- navigate through it better than I ever was able to oh. get help. 
Hey, Natalie, it sounds like you navigated it so much better than so many others. I mean, I would never have had the gumption and the confidence to actually go to a counsellor about it at all or even talk to an adult about it, I don't think. I, I think so many kids just try to deal with it on their own. Yeah, I think, you know, going through primary school was a different name, but I dealt through it all through high, primary school as well, being called Fat mm. So oh, I think you just kind of get to the point where you go, enough is enough. You know, I can't keep hiding from everyone every day of my life. I've got to live. Yeah. Hey, sounds like those kids behind you have got a very strong mum in charge. So thank you so much for calling. No, thank you. Chrissy from Morfitt Vale, good morning. Good morning. Okay, what were you called, Chrissy? Okay, picture this. I was 12 years of age, 5 foot 11, size mm-hmm. 10 feet, mm-hmm. with long hair down to my butt, and my name was Chewbacca. And did it make you feel even more self-conscious? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I tried to hide my height, my size, everything. Um, But all you can do is just run with it. And like at one stage there, it followed me through from primary school to high school. And um, even after high school, like kids would see me in public and they'd be yelling out at the train station, Chewbacca. And so then was there a moment that you were okay with it? Or every time you heard it, was there just like a little ping there in your heart where you just go, ugh? I'd say probably in the last 10 years, um, since reconnecting with school friends on Facebook, um, you know, I've been okay with it. Um, and, you know, and I did. Did you ever tell them not to call you that? Oh, well, they knew. They knew it was horrible because I would shrink away and and you know go and hide in the library or in the toilets or something like that just to get away from it. But um, yeah, you know, it's just it's character building. Yeah. <laughs> at the least. I know. Don't you, you think though? I mean? Don't you think though? When we're now that we're at the age that we are, every time we look back at school and if we were picked on or bullied back then, that's the word we use. Oh, it was character building. Mm. You know, it was oh, one of those well, things. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to. It's, yeah. it's an automatic response, isn't it? And so have you watched Star Wars movies, Chrissy? N- never. Never? <laughs> never watched them, no. Do, do you know what? Chewbacca's one of my all-time favourite characters. He's the absolute bomb. So take from that <laughs> what you will, all right? All right. Awesome. Thanks, Chrissy. <laughs> Off to Morvaval. Andrew, what were you called? Uh, my nickname was uh, the Schnoz because I've got a, you know, not a big nose, but obviously a big enough nose to be called a Schnoz. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They used to call me the Mozzie. Um, and did was it was it something though that you thought was funny at the time, or did it hurt in the end? Mozzie sort of hurt a little bit. Um, schnoz, I laughed when they said it the first time, and then it sort of stuck on. Um, but yeah. I think it blocked my hair. I've got a little bit too much hair on my legs, uh, being an Italian. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, they used to call me it cousin it. So you know when I used to go swimming and stuff, I would wait until everyone was not looking, and then I'd jump in the pool quickly. Uh, being 30 years old now, I still don't really wear shorts in the summer, which sort of hurts. Oh, you still think about that, do you? Yeah. No, I've, oh, got of, I've got a lot of chest hair as well, obviously being a was again. And, uh, you know, I've got cousins that shave their whole body yeah. and say that men are not really meant to have that much hair on you. And so that's sort of a debate whether men should have hair and women shouldn't. Good morning. I was called Chippy. And uh, the reason I was called Chippy was after the Smith's Crisps commercial, The Little Gobbledock. Oh, The Gobbledock, yeah. So yeah. was that supposed to be fun, though? Well, it started off as a light-hearted joke. Um, I think one of the lads was had opened up a packet of chips in the classroom and I quickly turned around yeah. and looked at him while he'd opened it. So then the boys moved the chip packet to somewhere else and crinkled it and I turned around. So mm. I must have looked a little bit like the Gobbledock. However, looking back on it, um, I had one of those 80s girl mullets where it was a spiky at the top and curly at the back. Nice, Sarah. 
Oh, I, I looked amazing. I, I used to think it was the most flattering photo of my life. <laughs> I know. And uh, I look back at that photo and I think, oh my goodness, when you actually Google up the picture of the gobble dot, I actually looked a lot like that poor little character. <laughs> so I can see exactly why I got given that name. Um, but yeah, it was probably more hurtful later when I realised that it was because I looked like the gobble dot. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sarah, I've always thought the gobble dot was so cute. So <laughs> thanks for calling. Cheers. Debbie of Modbury Heights, what were you called? At school when I was younger, it was Row, Row, Row Your Boat because my surname is Row. Oh, okay, but yeah. But at work now, I've got a couple of nicknames. I've got Fish Eggs. Oh, Row, yeah. And Death. Oh, Death Row. <laughs> oh. So, so, isn't it? So, do you like it? Is it a thing where it makes you feel one of the gang, or is it something that deep down you just go, oh, come on, please, like, can we not? No, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I can, I can cope with that. <laughs> All right, Debbie. Well, thank you very much for your call. Um, I, I don't know. Do I mean, I want to be a mate of yours. So, do I call, say, see you later, Death? <laughs> From Mudbury Heights, is that what we say? <laughs> Just feels wrong. I don't know why. <laughs> Thanks, Debbie. Have a good day. Uh, hi. Well, I was called a very embarrassing name. I was very young when I started high school. I was only 11 in year 8. And I used to be chanted when I used to get on the school bus, Flat Albert, like, hey, 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 yeah, it's Flat yeah, yeah. Albert. And I was called that because I hadn't developed yet. I didn't have any boobs compared to half the girls my age. And that whole picture, I just oh, I winced you getting on a bus and everybody chanting that together. That would have been so horrible for your confidence. It was. It still sticks with me today. Oh, darling. All right. Well, um, thank you very much for picking up the phone and talking to us. When you do talk about it, does it somehow feel better when you have people like all of us and no doubt all the listeners listening just going, well, that was just mean? Just mean. Oh, yeah. Like looking back on it, I wish I was stronger. I wish I you know, wouldn't let those sort of things get to me. But you're 11. You're just starting high school. And every oh, yeah, you want acceptance by your peers. And yeah. um, I compared myself, and I still compare myself to this day. I still have body image issues. Oh, um, yeah, to this day. And I'm in my 50s now. So there you go. Oh, hum. All right. Well, <laughs> hang in there. And um, thank you so much for picking up the phone. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Have Talk a great to you again day. soon. See you. Let's now go to Mount Barker. Heather, what were you called? Good morning. Um, I was called Zitburger. A Zitburger. Okay. Like a sesame seed bun because I had severe cystic acne, oh. which, of course, I didn't want. You know, we tried to work through it. And, um, yeah, that's how they would treat me. <laughs> and yeah. make me feel horrible every single day. And that's how you felt going to school? Yeah, I, I used to beg to my mum, you know, she would give me a few days off here and there and we'd try and go shopping or do something to sort of help me. Um, but it started year six because, um, and then it went through to about year 10, maybe even year 11, because um, my mum wanted to try all the natural things first, you know, and then slowly increase. And eventually I got on to right cutane, which is like yeah. a really strong Yeah, get drug. on that. Um, yeah. Yeah, but then that also has side effects and dry, like I still have dry skin today. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just horrible. Kids can be just so cruel. I mean, you know, you get quite suicidal. You feel really depressed. You go to a dark place. Um, I remember I had a really thick, heavy fringe to try and cover my face, you know. Yeah. You hide um, around. And how do you think that happened to you back then as a child? How has that affected who you are as a person now, as an adult? Well, I, I finally I'm comfortable in my own skin, um, and luckily my skin is not that bad now, thank goodness. Um, but when I see others like that, I try and make them feel better. So, like you know, for example, say you're 
I don't know, at a restaurant or something, you see someone's got, you know, some horrible skin. Mm. I just say to them, oh, thank you so much for your service. You were amazing. Or yeah, I try yeah, and yeah. do things because I know how it feels. Yeah. yeah. But I'm so big on bullying now, like it's having my own children and everything. Um, it's so important, I think, to be comfortable in your skin, know that you're loved. And for God, goodness sake, be kind. Be yes, yep, kind. Definitely. Well, yeah. that, and this is, what, Heather, this conversation is exactly what we want to start, you know, all the people that have picked up the phone, because it's really tricky with this, you know, like that whole concept of, oh, well, they're just kids in the schoolyard and everything else. But when you hear from someone like you, Heather, which has really changed their life and others. And um, so that's why we're going to continue this discussion. Heather, thank you very, very much. You can call us at any time. I was going to say, it's not even at school. I remember once there was an occasion I was at the shops with my mum yeah. and this poor old lady said, oh, love, you've got chicken pox. And I just burst into tears. I was like, oh, my God, and my yeah. face looks that bad, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Um, everywhere, you know. But, thank yeah. you very much for talking to us, Heather. You're welcome. Have a great day. Really good to hear your voice. Thank you. Bye. On behalf of anybody that has had to stand next to a small child as they make one of the most important decisions in their life, I put Eddie Bannon and Shane Lowe under that pressure with my seven-year-old. You're welcome. <laughs> now, <laughs> the worst thing, though, I think, is like the show bags. And when you're little, you used to get the left out. And you would sit there and you'd highlight which ones and you'd save your money to make sure, you know, which one had the most lollies and blah, 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 blah. But I deliberately did none of that because I knew that the opportunity were all of us being down there on the very first day and opening up the show was coming. So after going to the animals, after going and seeing my favourite, the fruit displays, after taking them through that, I thought, now is the time. Now is the time that I give you the joy that most parents, grandparents go through and they get to the very end of the show and tempers are fraying (laughs) and legs are getting tired and we enter the show bag pavilion. I chuffed off and got myself a nice little seat and my little Coke Zero and I left it over to you guys with the seven-year-old Madeline. Alright, so what do we do? Just walk around until you see one that you like? Okay. Okay, what do you like? What, what type of things do you like in a bag? Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, Minnie Mouse? Nope. No. Little Mermaid? Nope. Oh my god. Frozen? Nope. Frozen 2? Nope. Frozen 3? Nope. Not even out yet. This is not as easy <laughs> as I thought it was going to be. Okay, no. Bluey? No. Bluey. No. Bluey. No. Do you like Bluey? No. What do you think of Bluey? No. Is Bluey good? No. Have you ever seen Bluey before? No. Never. You've never seen Bluey before? I have seen Bluey. So you like Bluey? I don't like it, no. All right. Quick game's a good game. Do you want a show bag that's got stuff you can wear or you can eat? Eat. Eat. Okay. Okay. That narrows it down. Does it though? <laughs> I don't know if it does. Edible hats. What about the candy craze? So you get Whizfizz, you get lollies, you get Mars, you even get to pick between one of those little unicorn dragon things. Wait, what? See up here? It's called the candy craze. Okay. Yeah? <laughs> oh my god, the god. That was easy. God, that was easy. Only 15 minutes. That's great. You want a candy craze? No, and can you pick which uh, little stuff thing you want? Yeah. Silver, blue, or pink? going to say pink. Silver. 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 Oh, I think she's going to say silver. That's what I thought. And where's mummy to pay? Well, hold on. Uh, where's mummy's paying? Can we have the big bag? Please? Where is mummy so can we can pay? Big bag? Just throw as much as you can in there. No, yeah, you can. Right. Mummy's paying. I'd say that was a success. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was edited down. That was that was oh, fifteen no, or twenty no, minutes walking around. Oh. Lee's walking around, oh, and I came, I went back in. I keep checking on you. You guys got okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
news. Something out of a movie. Slips have their dirty secrets. What about embarrassing moments? Slips into the personalities. Hey, I want to be famous. The Ali Clark Breakfast Show. E News. Oh, I just want to gauge the care factor here. So mm. if I play this music to you here, how do you feel about this? Oh, I want to grab a gun and then I bet I'm scared of a frog. <laughs> What? Okay. Well, I grew up with Beverly Hills Cop, Cop right? Yeah, yeah that's Axel F, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The song. Yep. And then the stupid funny frog yeah, got the frog. it. Yeah. Oh, the frog, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a brand new Beverly Hills uh, movie coming out. Eddie oh. Murphy will be in it. Good. And it's also starring a Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt. Is it? Go, go yeah. Joseph? Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt from um, Third Rock from the Sun. Mm. Oh, yeah. so is he going to be like, he'll be yeah. Eddie's protege yeah. Yeah. Or, or maybe he's the son? Nick he's, oh, yeah. it could be the son. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, yeah, from... Mixed marriage? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it could be adopted. Who knows? It could be adopted. You're right. <laughs> the most disappointing part about this is that it's going to be directed by the guy that did Aquaman. So, oh. yeah, I know. Okay. Oh, oh, I know. So, what, he found him on the beach or something? Yeah. No, it's going to just be terrible. It's, I can see all of a sudden David Hasselhoff appears. <laughs> uh, um, in other news, believe it or not, the Veronicas have split... <gasps> Oh, no, someone cares? No. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Well, how, how, are there really? A, yeah. Why haven't I seen, like, an official statement on this? Well, it's only just come out over the past couple of hours. So their Instagram, as the Veronica's, uh, was completely deleted. They wiped all the all the um, photos off it and all the kind of um, mm. content. And now it's just been revealed that they're doing solo projects separate. Uh, so so let me just have stop following certain people and everything. Is this how we work out a band where it breaks up these days? Yeah, or they just delete their Instagram account. That's uh, a big, uh, it's oh, a big one, too. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks very much, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. <laughs> Who gets that's that's going to be the storyline. <laughs> Who gets the name? Like, there's the Veronica and then the other one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it would just be Jess and the, uh, yeah, Jess and the other one. Yes and the, other. Um, <laughs> the disappointing news is that Tracy Grimshaw, after 17 years, is leaving a current affair. I've decided to finish up with a current affair this year. It's been a big decision, huge actually, and before the gossip websites start telling you rubbish, I want you to know it's been my decision alone and I'm not being shoved out the door by the boys club because I'm too old. As if that's going to stop them. <laughs> That'll be all over Daily Mail or yeah. something. Oh, the real reason that Tracy Grimshaw left, yeah. mate. Well, a top cracking journalist still can do some of the best interviews of all time. 17 years. Wow, speaking no. of the best interviews of all time on A Current Affair, can I play you this? Yep. Now, yesterday morning, I came oh. out into the front yard yes. and the dogs were across the boat. And as soon as they saw me... <laughs> <laughs> Can I get enough of it? <laughs> I remember where I was when I first... I actually... I very rarely watch a current affair, but I actually saw that play out a lot. The old guy coming out talking about these scary oh, dogs wow. across the road, and wow, we didn't that take off? We will miss you a current affair. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other kind of News. James Cameron, huge director, of course, uh, made the Avatar movies. He's making a mm -hmm. brand new Avatar movie out as well. Did he do Titanic? I he believe he did. did. Yeah, yes, yeah. he did. Correct. Yeah, no, well it's amazing. Thank you. Um, so, look, people love his movies, but his staff aren't a big fan because, look, we know Avatar is one of those movies where they preach kind of, you know, uh, look after the environment. It's all about that. It's got yeah, those messages yeah, sprinkled yeah, throughout yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Um, well, he uh, made all his staff keep to those values during production of the movie by making everyone on set of the movie go vegan in the entire filming process. Good. Did he catch his own private jet to wear the <laughs> film and made everybody else go on the big fat planes that the rest of us I go mean, on? I mean, probably. So, Wowee. Yeah, so all the catering, he said, sure, you can have Italian, but it's plant-based. You can have Thai, it's plant-based. Oh, Mexican's yeah. plant-based. Well, if someone's cooking for me, I'd take it. Could you have salad? 
Plaid piece? Yeah, plaid piece. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. If I was working on that product, I don't think I'd be no? happy with that. No okay. way. Oh. You, I want my choice. My choice to eat meat. Is that you, Shane Lowe? <laughs> That's exactly what I sound like. Okay. Now, Making the Cut, it's a, a fashion show on Amazon Prime. Heidi Klum stars in it, and uh, Nicole Richie's one of the judges. Basically, uh, 13 contestants each week have to create two outfits. One's accessible, so it's ones mm-hmm. that, that you know the public would buy, and the other's a high-end version okay. of the Couture. thing. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. wow. I'll give you a double dig. Thank you. Yeah, nice word use. All right. Yeah, double digging. <laughs> <Yeah>, double digging. <laughs> um, now, one of the judges, his name is... Uh, Jeremy Scott, mm. and mm. he's had a bit of a, a tirade at uh, one of the contestants, and the internet is very angry at him. Have a listen to what he said to one of the contestants on Making the Cut. So, yes, I'm pissed off. It's frustrating. All the accessible look was is unrealistic or not well made. It was awful for all of you. All of you. Oh. All right, calm down, mate. She's a pair of shorts. Yeah. I, yeah. It doesn't end there because he keeps going. Oh, does you want to know what I wrote in my book about these looks? Oh, come on. Nothing. Nothing. Like nothing. Like I wrote nothing, nothing about anything because I was so uninspired. It was a waste. It was a waste. I know. <laughs> And everyone thinks... Come on, and the world's gone mad over that. Yeah, well, they don't know if he's okay or what happened. He did apologise after that, but a lot of the contestants are actually in tears because they're not used to him being so angry. Do you know what we should do? Yeah. We should introduce him to Nick Kyrgios. (laughs) (laughs) And, well, with the wrapper of this segment, Jeremy Scott, what did you think? I'm pissed off. It was unrealistic or not well made. It was awful. Okay. You want to know what I wrote in my book? don't want to know. Nothing. Nothing. Because I was so uninspired. Is nothing French? Wait, nothing?